At the hated skyscrapers, people piled on top of each other. Hideous, he said. Like, what goes on inside them? Now, Marwan, you have to look at them. But I could not look at them. It's like seeing your own tombstone. Let's go somewhere else. Jara mugged for the cameras of the fat tourists in jeans and sneakers as we pushed through their sweat stink onto the elevator, holding our breaths until we were disgorged into the street. I had already had enough of New York. No matter where we looked that day, we found filth, not just wrappers and cigarette butts, but a coating of grime on everything, which only a flood like Noah's could have cleansed away. So it was not a high point when Atta led us down some steps into a hole in the sidewalk that smelled like my unwashed laundry did when I let it sit for two weeks. Atta handed me a coin, and I followed him to a turnstile and watched him insert a similar coin into a slot. The turnstile spun as he pushed on it and let him through. I was about to do the same when three monkeys scrambled down the stairs and leapfrogged over the turnstiles, scattering to the right and left towards places I couldn't see. This gorilla show so startled me that I dropped my coin, not into the slot but onto the floor, where it rolled on its edge for fifty feet until it stuck in a wad of bubblegum still fresh enough to hold it. Atta gave me another coin, and I forced my way through the turnstile. Suddenly, the whole place shook, and a train slid into the station. Doors opened, and people poured out and slammed me into a pole. Atta yanked me through one of the doors. If he had not, I would not have gone into that car for all the sneakers in China. I am from desert, people. This was not civilized. Coming up the stairs at the end of the ride, I gasped for air and then choked on what I had drawn into my lungs. When I finally straightened up, I saw in front of me the bases of two buildings embossed with high, narrow arches, like a crocheted antimacassar. You shit! I snarled at Atta. Why did you bring me here? I didn't bring you here, Atta said. Allah did. Chapter 1 Hamburg, November 1998 Bismillah ar Arachim In Namen Alles Des Gnädigen Des Bermherzigen The taxi roof driver was Shia from Iran. It took no genius to recognize that. Marwan read his name on the taxi license posted on the back of his seat. Rafsanjani, or something identifiable, there were also calligraphic fragments of Shia truth taped all over the dashboard of his Mercedes SUV. Marwan told him where he wanted to go. The driver didn't respond. But as they sped away from Hamburg's Hauptbahnhof, where Marwan's train had come in from Bonn, 
He saw in the rearview mirror that the driver was muttering, and he knew what was going on. The driver was cursing him for a Sunni, as the Shia have cursed the Sunni for 1,300 years since the death of the third Khalifa destroyed the unity of the faith. The imprecations of plagues rolled out of him. They were not original. You might find them on the internet if you searched under how to swear in Tehran or Farsi abuse. They were mostly disgusting. But Marwan had endured the Shia phenomenon often enough that he could take a lot of it before it got his coat. The light was aglow like a Rembrandt, and it was bitter cold as they passed down a street of prostitutes. The driver removed his hostile attentions from Marwan and put them onto what they were seeing through the frosted windows. Very German.